Welcome everybody to another week of the B-League Pick'ems show. Show. My name is Dan. I am at the B-League Says on behalf of the Going For Two Network, punching out another prop show on behalf of Underdog Fantasy. Before you get started, before you do anything, please, by all means, head over Underdog Fantasy right now. Use promo code GF2, 100% match deposit up to 100 bucks. And on top of that, let's let's why don't we head over to the free Discord that we have for Going For Two. Hit up that free Discord. Go to discord.com, Going For Two, get that free server. You can come find us all over there. I'm at the B-League says over there as well. I'm I'm literally this far away from leaving X. I, it's going to happen. Gladys and Kyle, we're going to start a renaissance. We're going to shift everything over there at one point. Uh, Jeff, if you're hearing this, uh, it's probably happening. So, you know, on your bike, lad. Here we go. Jamie, what's up, my brother? How about that? Oh, the Browns. Yikes. I'm surprised you showed yourself around here after uh, last week's debacle with Gladys, my man. But I hope you're doing well. Happy Wednesday. It's a beautiful day outside. Glorious day outside on a Wednesday to talk about some props. Why wouldn't we? Because we're here for week three, the B-League Pick'em Show show. If you are new to the Pick'em's show, show, what's this trash? He's absolutely not, I mean, as a human being, he's trash. I like to think that that line let him down pretty badly though. Geez, some of those dudes were giving up on him. They were like letting go, like they were letting him get hit. They were letting him, they were like literally like leaving him to die there. So, you know, most of those sacks, what, came second half? Those dudes were tapping out. So, you know, there's only so much he can do. Thought he tried to, tried to force it a little bit too much, but by that point, I think no chub as well. I think, you know, that might have forced his hand a little bit too much as well. Without chub, they might not have pressured so much. But, hey, that's another... Yeah, there we go. Steelers, yes. Gladys punching out them props again this week. She had another stellar week on the Monday Night Show. You should join me, Kyle. Gladys and sometimes Doc with some props for Monday Night's Football. We got another double header uh, this week on Monday. So come join us for a bit of fun as well. Before we get started, if this is the first time you have joined the show, I hope to dear God that it hasn't. But if it has, welcome as always. Look, for what it is, I check out this week's games. I try to find a game in the morning, afternoon, in the prime time. And I like to see what's up and I like to go. From there, I try not to spread out too much over the whole week because I think every game tells a bit of a story and we can check out a few things like that. Uh, so naturally, generally, my process is I like to look at game totals. I like to see what's going on with that. I can kind of go from there. Obviously, injuries tell a story as well. We can figure out who's going to do what. Steelers didn't win that game. Watson lost it single-handed. I just wouldn't blame one guy, uh, Jamie. It's not just one guy. That, that, again, that O-line absolutely let them down. The defense did well. You know, what is it? The first time in 100 years, a team has come back in the fourth quarter from being down with having negative yards to still win. So, you know, maybe Peoples Jones, Elijah Moore, and David Njoku should do better. Maybe that line should have blocked a bit better. I mean, there's a lot of things. Maybe the play calling could have done better. You know, I wouldn't just blame Watson on that one. I think he's looked all right. Obviously, that second half of the game, he didn't look too good. Anyway... Before you get started with everything underdog, I would also suggest, please go check and cross-reference your props across other sites, DraftKings, Caesars, MGM, go to Prize Picks and Thrive. Always check out to see what everyone else is offering because not every, everyone is online with everything. Some places take a while for props to check and balance, takes a while for them to catch up. Underdog is pretty quick to the mark. I'll give you an example. Uh, last night, I was putting on a quick prop bet. It was a three-pick uh, three prop. 
I used the 100k uh, prop on underdog. It was Tyreek Hill. They gave him 88 and a half um, against Denver at home. So 88 and a half receiving yards for the 100k. If you haven't seen it, they have 100,000 bucks. And if you use the the prop that they use, get that right with your parlay. They choose 10 people. They get 10 grand each. So yeah, BetGM is trash. I agree with Gladys. I am not a fan. But either way, you know, you can still look at their props and use it as an example to what you might be using. The point stays the same. Um, anyway, I, I looked at uh, Tyreek Hill. I took under 88 and a half receiving yards. Don't ask. I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but I also checked out a few for Thursday night's game. And I took Purdy over one and a half passing touchdowns. Because I think that's a lock. But I also took McCaffrey over 78 and a half rushing yards. By the time I put the bet on, I went, I was going to like, levy that into a few others. McCaffrey's rushing prop was gone. So they're pretty quick to get away from something that they see is going to cost them. They're trying to win money from us. Let's let's not beat around the bush. They're, they're trying to take our money. And they saw something that we think is a lock and they got rid of it pretty quick. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't bring it back tomorrow night before the game. They'll try and get a few of the casuals to, to lose some of their sucker money. But here they are. The games that I look at this week, obviously there's a lot of early morning games this week that are up and about. Obviously, Sam Fran is at home against the Giants, 44 and a half. No Barkley, uh, no Bredesen, uh, no Ojolari, and someone else is missing for the Giants. They are absolutely in trouble there. Sam Fran plus 10 isn't enough. Uh, Bills at Washington, I think, is interesting. Washington could cause them a few troubles. I think it might be a weird game. Um, Colts, Ravens, 44 and a half. I don't mind. Texans plus nine and a half at Jacksonville. Texas able to boot the ball a little bit. I mean, I'm surprised as much as anyone because they've got some just trash receivers in there. But Jacksonville, if you've been convinced by anything they've done, they nearly got pinged back by the by the Colts week one. And then obviously the Chiefs, you know, it can happen as well. That's there too. Atlanta, Detroit was something I really wanted to get on because you're looking at guys like Goff at home in the Dome. That's that's a big one there that you know that he's just going to clean up. Obviously, Atlanta, you got Bijan and all that against that run defense. What was it? I think Gardner Johnson's now out with a the peck. They've lost a few pieces on that side of the ball. So that could have been a really open game. Uh, Patriots and the Jets could be surprising at 36. Well, no, it's Zach Wilson. He's garbage. Uh, and uh, Danny is right because he must have been listening in on Monday's show because they should go get Jameis Winston. Kyle is wrong. Uh, the Saints at Green Bay, 42. That's... That's interesting because the Packers have looked all right. I know they lost to the Falcons, but, you know, three and a half quarters, they look pretty good. Titans, Cleveland, 39 and a half. That could be anything. That game could be anything. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Miami at Denver. Now, now I, again, we looked at that prop bet that we had for Tyreek Hill. It was 88 and a half for seven yards. He's played them 11 times. He's never gone over 75. I find that kind of wild against Denver. Obviously, he's played for Kansas and... And it's not like you could say, oh, well, he's had bad quarterback play. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Like, and now he's got two, and he's played them 11 times, never gone over 75 receiving yards against them. They've given him a line of 88 and a half. I think they're looking at people checking the boss score, a total of like 130 average, but that's levied by what, a 200-yard game week one. He only had 40 against the Patriots last week. So, you know, that's something to, you know, keep in mind. I think everyone's going to say, oh, Tyreek Hill and the, the Broncos are trash. He's going to go over. I don't think that's the case. I just don't think he's going to get there anyway. But the game pick for the morning, I think, shouldn't be a surprise to anyone because this game could be freaking bananas. We're going the Chargers at Minnesota. Minus one favorites at home, so they've just got the home home field bonus. Both teams 0-2, which is... I don't know how Brandon Staley's lasted this long. I really feel like he's 
I think he's going to be the first coach sack. I'll give him a few more weeks. If they don't win this week, I think he's gone. He'll be gone at the end of the week. What are they going to do with him? You're going to miss the players three years in a row. You're wasting all these contracts. You're meant to be a defensive coach, but you've paid so much money for your defensive guys, and you're like losing by 30 points, 40 points, or 30 points put on you every week. It's kind of mind-blowing that he still has a job. I don't know why. And he cocks up all the time too. But either way, 54.5 is the line currently for a game inside the dome. Obviously, Kirk Cousins doesn't have to worry about being in prime time, but I think this is a prime time game. I can't believe it. And considering who's playing at night, good Lord. I think it's like another, was it Vegas and the Steelers again? Fucking vomit. Jesus Christ. Like, just give me the Chargers and Vikings. Like, let me do that. Either way, we're going to kick off into the first three picks of that game. I am going Justin Jefferson higher than 102 and a half receiving yards. What? What are they going to do? Stop him? What What are they going to do? That's hashtag analysis. Uh, what are they going to do? They're not going to stop him. That's that's for sure. The Chargers can't stop anything. Justin Jefferson, two games this year, averaging about 150 receiving yards a game. He's given a line of 102 against the Chargers, who have the worst pass defense in the league, averaging about 300 a game. Now, Obviously, you can look at the DFS aspect of it. You might want to spread your cash in with guys like Addison or Hawkinson. You could double down on that. Jefferson, I think, like 9,300 on DFS this week. I don't care. I'm playing him everywhere. I don't give a shit. He's going to smash this week. They're not going to do anything. The char- like, I'm going to be the first one to say it because I feel like it needs to be said. The Chargers are, like, low-key trash. I don't care. Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Allen. I don't care. You're going to keep losing games. You deserve to be where you are. You're going to cough up 300 passing yards a game? I don't care. 150 for Justin Jefferson. Book it again. 102 and a half. I feel like that's a lock. Which should make my next pick even easier. Kirk Cousins going higher than 288 and a half passing yards. What, what are they going to do? Stop him as well? Hashtag analysis. That's that's where I'm at. What are they going to do? Stop him? They're going to get to him? What are, they, what are they going to do? That's where we're at three weeks into the season with the Chargers. Uh, my, my current form of information study research has come up with what are they going to do? The charges are crap. Like, that's where they're at. They can't stop anything. Unbelievable. As, as sure as the sun comes, in, uh, comes up in the morning, the charge are going to let someone throw 300 on. That's going to be Kirk Cousins this week. That's it. I don't even need to go even, over any more than that. His last two weeks, he's absolutely runner Mark Kirk Cousins to open the season. 364, 344. Six touchdowns. So the guy's punching out an average of, what, 350 and three a game. And they've given him 288 and a half against the worst pass defense in the league. I don't even know where to begin. Like, normally they pull props pretty quick or they adjust even quicker. I don't know why they've, like, I, I don't know. I don't know why they've let this one happen. But of all things, they've let my pick number three go on for too long. Alexander Madison is going lower than 51 and a half rushing yards. There, that's it. I've said it. Look, the guy barely struggles to smash 30 yards a game. Yet here we are moving the post to something he hasn't come close to attaining. He hasn't come close, but we're going to give him 50. Under, lower, get under. This is ridiculous. I saw this game and I went, man, like they really think this, that a lot's going to happen. I just don't think they're going to go have to resort to that. What are they going to do? Yeah, and you know what? The Chargers' defense is so bad, we're going to run it. They're allowing 300-odd pass yards a game. You know what, Alexander Madison, you're up. 
fuck out of here. This is crazy. What are we even, like, how do we even come up with this? I'm not even trying to mind melt at the moment, but my God, my mind's melting. Although that could be it's three o'clock in the afternoon and we're on the Applejack. Cheers, how's your father? Anyway, we're going to kick off into the afternoon games. I didn't even get to any Chargers picks because that's all these Vikings ones went. What are we even doing here? How do we, why, how? What, like that, that's what I saw. How are they going to stop them? Mind, bang, gone. Anyway, games have caught my attention in the afternoon and it's not by choice because there's literally zero options at the moment for Carolina, Arizona. I think they've got like a Matt Prater pop prop and Eddie Pinero. So they've got two kicker props for two of the six teams that are up, which tells you everything you need to know. We're going to look at Kansas and Chicago. So Chicago is at Kansas, I should say. I want to get that correct. Uh, currently, let's see if that line's changed. I want to make sure because it seemed to have a bit of movement over the past day or two. So we're looking at Chicago at Kansas. I should get that right. And they've given the Bears 12 and a half on the road at 47 and a half. I can see 47 and a half. I could see that. 12 and a half's a bit rich, but hey, worse things have happened. Weirder things have happened. You know what would be weird? If the Chargers stopped someone from scoring on them, that'd be weird. Then again, I'm telling you this now, if the Chargers do exactly the opposite of what's, what I've said, I won't come back this next week. You, you have my word, I'm done. You have my word, I will be back. I will not be back if the Chargers stop someone from doing anything. Pick number one, Justin Fields, higher than 189 and a half passing yards. Look, it's downright dis disrespectful to think that he can't attain this. Like, this is Des Ritter territory. Des Ritter, Zach Wilson territory, this is. To think Justin Fields can't throw, he can throw. Sometimes not well. Sometimes not when he should, but he's better than this. And, you know, he's had two back-to-back -back games over 210 versus better than average defenses in Tampa and Green Bay. So the name of the game for Kansas, you'd think, isn't to stop him from throwing. It's to let him throw and to let him keep throwing. But to stop this ground game of, ground game of his and keep it as neutral as possible on that, on that end. Fields is bordering on 33 attempts per game. Kansas have allowed the eighth most attempts so far per game, which is still higher than what he's giving up, uh, what he's doing every week. So you can imagine he's going to go higher than normal. Uh, which would be encouraging to see. So I have I have him forcing the issue this way. Gladys says no. I don't know why. Explain yourself, Gladys. Explain yourself. Pick number two. I am going. Isaiah Pacheco, higher than 55 and a half rushing yards. I feel like that one is coming. Uh, and a weird start to the year week one with Detroit. I think Detroit surprised everyone first game at Kansas. But look, I, I, I think this will be like the the sort of game where it's like, hold on to your yam bags when you're, you know, betting on Isaiah Pacheco this week. And I mean that in the greatest possible. Like, I just don't foresee this being something that happens early in the game. So like the Chargers I mentioned earlier, the Bears are kind of middle of the pack. Well, no. Hang on, I'll get back to this, Gladys. I'd say the Bears are middle of the pack versus the run, but, you know, he's also faced Mayfield and love to start. So, you know, maybe the questions against opposition quarterbacks have allowed them to tighten up in front a bit. Hey, the truth is, this is Patrick Mahomes. So, he has to start getting it right as well. Because, you know, the Jacksonville game was a little bit dicey in Detroit. You know, no Travis Kelsey late withdrawal. So, you know, I believe the Chiefs get out to an early lead and hit the run game in the second half. So, this might be something where that first half split 
check across your betting sites what, what the splits are for Pacheco because that could be something where it's it's a slow start, I think. Uh, but what we did see was the Chiefs revert back to one lead guy, and I think we have to take note of that. That's very serious for, for what we're trying to bet on here. Uh, Pacheco hit 12 rushing attempts, which wasn't great uh, against the Chiefs, but it was uh, head and shoulders above what Clyde Edwards-Lair and Jerry McKinnon did. They both only had the one carry each. So it was clearly Pacheco last week. He's taken over that backfield, and now he's going to, coming up against a team which is kind of middle of the field in regards to the run game. One that I am going lower on, which is a little bit weird, we're going Travis Kelsey lower than 74 and a half receiving yards. Uh, again, there'll be a deep squeeze on the sphincter watching the box score here. I really feel like it's not something you want to do bet against the elite guys. Like, you know how I feel about betting against uh, Christian McCaffrey. I don't ever want to do it, but sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't want to bet against Travis Kelsey, and yet sometimes I will do it. And we're going to go with that one. Look, the Bears have a decent matchup against Titans. They're not too bad. They match up pretty well, to be fair. I only give up about 45, 49 yards a game against the tight end position. So I know Travis Kelsey, Kelsey's a different animal. We can look at who the Bears have played and say, well, you know what? Kate Otten and Luke Musgrave. Like we could say not the, not the creme de la creme of tight ends when it comes to that regard. But again, they have to start somewhere and taking out Travis Kelsey as much as you can while he's still weaning his way into the season might be the way to do it. So we're going to go lower on Travis Kelsey in that regard. I feel like that number is going to come up a little bit towards the end of the week. It was hard not to get on uh, Dallas, Arizona, or Seattle at Carolina. When those props drop, you can see something like, I would say, can can Walker anytime uh, touchdown. I think that's a lock as well. I feel like you can go higher on Frankie Louvu tackles again. That's, that's just a lock. Uh, but then here we are. What I am looking at here is I am now looking at well, we have a couple of prime time games. Now, normally, I leave those prime time Monday games for the Monday show, so I'm going to stay away from that. We're going to look at Pittsburgh at Las Vegas because that is our Sunday night game, a.k.a. Dan going to bed early and doing some better shit because I ain't watching it. I don't even care. Like, I'm not even going to get mad at that. I just Pittsburgh at Las Vegas. It's not even a Pittsburgh problem. I like Pittsburgh. I like watching them play. Normally, they're right. But minus seven yards in the fourth quarter to still win? No, I've got better shit to do. I'm not watching this. No disrespect to the Steelers or their fans, but I'm not doing that. I, and I'm a Giants fan. I've seen trash football for some time now. I already know. I've got to watch this garbage tomorrow night against San Fran. You think I'm going to watch Pittsburgh and Las Vegas play? Yeah, that's that's not going to that's not gonna happen at all. But we have a few props here. I kind of left this one alone to see if there was anything that would happen because out of the five props that are there, three of them, six props that are there, Two of them are for kickers. So we we have a Chris Boswell uh, prop. We have a Daniel Carlson prop. And we've got a couple guys for the Raiders. There is absolutely nothing for the Steelers as of yet. Yeah, obviously, they had the Monday night game. News hasn't come out about injuries and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to keep it very light. Look, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo can hit 220 and a half. I just don't see it happening. Look, he has failed to get there completely this year. He's had like 185 and 200. Uh, and that obviously, has yeah, some tough defense. You know, Buffalo, Denver, tough defense to play. Well, Pittsburgh's not getting any easier. Like, it doesn't get easier against Pittsburgh for him. And 220, he's failed to go over 200 yards. Jacoby Myers turns up. Maybe. Maybe. We're talking about a guy coming off concussion. Maybe that could be a thing. 
maybe, but I don't see it for him in his future. I do like Josh Jacobs, though. We've seen the past two weeks, we've got Josh Jacobs at 63 and a half rushing yards. I feel like this is almost a lock for the week. Um, we're looking at what Christian McCaffrey tore them up week one. Uh, Jerome Ford went off week two. So we can see on a short week, prime time again, prime time Pittsburgh. Please. Uh, we could see that happening as well. I don't, I don't hate it. I feel like he's going to go higher. They're going to try and protect Garoppolo because let's face it, trash bags with arms that play quarterback for 400, we'll call that Jimmy. Uh, and we're going to go Devontae Adams. I think, I think they're not going to have a choice. They're going to have to just force feed him the ball. 8-6-84 this week against Buffalo. I can see something similar. They've given him a line of 76 and a half. Uh, yeah, I can see that happening. I also feel like a lot of people are going to hit the under on that as well, or the lower. Damn you, underdog, and your shitty vernacular. They're going to go lower on that one as well, so I feel like they might end up like juicing that up a little bit. So get on that one a little bit earlier in the week, I believe. Wow, we got all through that. Unbelievable. Normally, I leave everyone with my three favorite picks for the week, and I'm not going to lie to you. Josh Jacobs at number one, I feel like that's a smash. We're talking about 63 and a half rush yards. I know it's not been a good start to, to the week for him. Uh, what, minus two yards last week, 48 the week before, but I feel like this game's prime for him to have a big week. I also like my prop. Uh, we're going to go back to Justin Jefferson. I, 102 and a half. I know that seems like lunacy, but have you watched the Chargers play? That's, that's my hashtag analysis. That's that's it. Pick number three, I'm going to go fields higher than 189 and a half passing yards. I feel like that's the way to go. So we're going Jefferson over 102 and a half. We're going to go Justin Fields over 189 and a half. And we're going to go Josh Jacobs as well over 63 and a half rushing. I feel like that is the way to go for the week. 20 minutes on the dot. Your boy is flying. As always on a Wednesday at three o'clock. Uh huh. What have I lost? I've lost the chat. Where'd it go? Ah! Technology. No, no, this was just me saying, Jamie, who's not coming back? What am I? No. So all I basically said is if the Chargers do the opposite of what I say, I'm never coming back. And that's, you know, do something. The Chargers have to do something. So if they do something, I'm never coming back. I just don't think they're good enough to do something because, you know, 300 odd pass yards a game. <laughs> what are we doing here? Professional athletes, yeah, okay, right. Do your job. It's the old Roy Keane in me. Do your job. Just do your job. Thoughts on my parlay. McCaffrey, anytime touchdown, easy. Purdy over 175, easy. Giants over nine and a half? I don't know if the Giants can put up nine points on San Fran. This could be something like what happened with Dallas. You think I'm joking, but am I? 49 is over 19 and a half. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Under 50 and a half seems fair. Niners' money line is fair. Niners aren't going to lose, and this, this is not going to be a high-scoring game. Giants have to go to Arizona and then come back to New York and then go to San Fran on a Thursday. Unbelievable. They've been absolutely hammered by the schedule this year. Absolute joke. It's all right. Don't worry. It's, the NFL's fake. It's a script. It doesn't really matter. Either way. Yeah, I don't mind that, Jamie. Uh, CMC, anytime touchdown, I feel like that's... Chasing touchdowns is always a hard thing to do, but, you know, the Giants are pretty bad, so we can run with that. Purdy over 175 pass. Yeah, I feel pretty good with that as well. 
Giants over nine and a half. Yeah, the Giants. They stand out west, though. I don't think it'll help. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It's come out now that Barkley wasn't playing. Yeah, yeah, you, you think? Really? Guy can't walk. He's not playing. Thanks, Brian. No kidding. But they've lost two. Andrew Thomas has been ruled out as well. So two of their five linemen, Bredesen and uh, Thomas, have been ruled out for the game. So I just need the Giants to get a touchdown and a field goal. You're asking a lot, man. You're asking a lot, Jamie. I, I don't... I mean, Grant Gano could get there on four field goals from the 50. Weirder things have happened. Either way, that's going to wrap up another week for the B-League Pickens show. Show. I'm your host, Dan, at the B-League says, as always, underdogfantasy.com. Promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks on your initial deposit. Come find us over on Discord. Free server. It's a free server. It's a free server. Free. Free. That's what we're going to say. You know what's free? The Chargers passing defense. It's just free. Go on, take some yards. You have some yards. I'll have some yards. Let's all go get some yards. Trash. Unbelievable. He's fired at the end of the week. They go on three. Staley's gone. Go go check your bookies and go first coach. Fired Brandon Staley. Go have a look. Unbelievable. I was on a rant there. Sorry. Go back to our YouTube. Subscribe if you're already here. Share it. Set the alerts. You know what to do. As always, you can find me at the B-League says over on Discord. I'm not even going to respond to Twitter anymore. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm finished. And I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to see if Man United are down by four to buy Munich. If you know the result, no spoilers. I don't even want to know right now. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Cheers. Bye.